That's nuts. My mouth is dropped. I can't believe the story that you're just admitting right now. I had a Depar 1, man. You poured a bag of piss into the harbor. <laughs> yeah. They call me the Boston Pea Party. <laughs> Welcome back to the Chief and Podcast, folks. I hope that you've been having a great March so far. I hope that you're detoxing your liver, you're doing your yoga and shit, and that you're getting ready for what will ensue in, oh, I guess we still have a week. Fuck, dude, I, can't, I keep forgetting that uh, St. Patrick's Day is not March 14th. It's March 18th. Yeah, you're thinking of February 14th being valentine's day even i know that valentine's day well whatever dude i hope that you're still preparing for this month because it's going to be a doozy the world is opening back up who knows what's going to happen rivers are green again shit's about to pop off and because of that we've come to you this week with a fun-filled episode all about drinking crazy drinking stories and a little guessing game that you can follow along with what are we going to call this guessing game? Uh, the drunk stories guessing game. I don't like that at all. Uh, the ge- game about drunken guessing stories. You are so good at making names. I can't Thank wait for you. you to name. I can't wait for you to name your baby just boy or girl. It'll be name. <laughs> name. Oh wait, you already know. You already know it's it's a it's a boy, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, so I will not name it girl. Yeah, that's probably smart. <laughs> name it Sue. No. Oh, my daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much for Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle I think there's like a serial killer that um, always went by the name Sue because of that. I feel like I just watched because, this documentary. Because of the Johnny Cash song? Yes. I love that song. It's one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs. Well, yikes. <sighs> okay, like Bryce said, we have a drinking game. Sorry, not a drinking game. A drunk guessing game. So you have to guess how the drunk story is going to end. Now, we couldn't really use a lot of our personal stories because we've been there for each other being drunk so it'd be kind of easy to guess so we have three random ones that we found online each and whoever wins is deemed the best and whoever loses is deemed ninny of the month and or forever forever for sure forever (laughs) um i'll kick it off because i'm the ninny all right sounds good all right john daly you know who john daly is john daly he's uh don't tell me who he is he's 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 uh some announcer right golfer he's a golfer That's what I said he I is said known for drinking heavily not only beer but large amounts of diet coke for smoking like a chimney and for playing a pretty good round of golf dude um so this is a great story um you know he's known for his insane drinking and also gambling stories uh one la open he had a rough front nine he shot two or three over um he then decided on the turn to pound five beers before he went on to play the back nine again this is a pga tour that he just pounded five beers in the middle of um what ensued after him pounding five beers he was removed from the tournament he shot four under on the back nine or he still finished two over par i'm gonna say he shot four under yeah that's yeah because i i actually one. i it's funny because i know john daly only because oh yeah we just you know very about well you know <laughs> you know so well you think 
think he's a sports announcer. <laughs> he's a fucking announcer. <laughs> no, we just we my just uncle. talked about him the other day though, and I thought that my dad was saying that he's a sports announcer for golf, but he said that he's a golfer. Yes. Because he was talking about like drinking and smoking and stuff, and and someone was like, "Yeah, you can't drink and smoke and play sports." Like, oh, because we were we were talking about curling, and he's like, "If I can drink while I'm doing something, it's not a sport." And he's like, "Well, what about golf?" He's like, "Well, yeah, but look at John Daly." And then he's like, yeah, but it didn't really work out for him. He's like, well, it did, and then it didn't. So just from that alone, I assumed, I'm, I'm fucking slumdog millionaire right now, okay? <laughs> yeah, dude, you're, you're so good. If this was like, what's their profession? You'd be screwed. I'd be so screwed. But if it was what ended, <laughs> how did this drunk story end? I'd be fucking rolling in the dough. So far. So far, yeah. Okay, my number one is... A high school sophomore, virgin, by the way, nice. goes out one night and gets absolutely wasted with his friends. So wasted that he wakes up in a random bed with four naked girls and a dog sleeping on the floor, which then woke him up the next morning. Did he, A, realize he could make a living in porn under the alias Ron Jeremy after sleeping with four women that fateful night back in high school? B, break into a random dorm room and sneak into a bed with four girls? Or C, wake up in a puddle of piss because someone peed the bed and removed their clothes. It's C. Final answer? Yep. Yes, it is C. Apparently, he's... <laughs> I saw the story. Oh, you did? Oh, that's such... <laughs> that's cheating. Oh, God, I hate you so much right now. Had uh, you not seen the story, what would you have thought? Um, B. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, not the Rod Jeremy one. Not the Rod Jeremy one. Not the one. origin story of Rod Jeremy. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was dying laughing writing that down. <laughs> and what's what's the worst though is I couldn't think of his name, so I had to look up fat black dude with a big dong in porn. He's and not then, black. Oh, or no, sorry, not black. Sorry, fat bald dude. So you got dude. some weird <laughs> results. I said, it took you a while. I said, Page I said four. Fat. I still can't find him. <laughs> I, said, I spent an hour just researching. Okay, couldn't find him. No, I, I, I looked up fat, balding dude with big dick on porn. And then, and you know, obviously I found him eventually. Yeah. But God, I, was, I, was, I did not like that search, okay? It was not fun. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so the, the high school sophomore went out with his friends and then ends up in this random bed with four girls naked, all of them naked. Two of them apparently peed their pants and then stripped down because they didn't want to be in their clothes anymore, but they did it while they were in the bed. So he was literally sitting in their piss. And then so the other two girls... fucking gross. The other two girls, they don't... No one knows why they took her clothes off. They have no idea, no recollection of doing it, and he just woke up with four naked chicks. And the I dog's mean, random. They don't know... Yeah, they have no idea who's the do who the dog was. Like, who's who, who owned it? It just, it was just there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What's funny though is like that, you know, you think, oh, that's kind of a lame ending to that story. But for a sophomore in high school, waking up with four naked chicks, you're like, dude, this is the coolest thing of my life right now. Like that's freaking awesome. Yeah. He he later finds out nothing happened, but it's like, that's still a crazy story. Like you're, yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to not hear that. You're going to, you're going to hear that all throughout that high school for sure. Yeah. Um, 
All right, one to one. Here's my number two. Another famed great, uh, I tried to keep mine all athletes, but it didn't end up that way. Another famed great athletic drinker, Andre the Giant. You know, the famed wrestler preferred something stiffer on occasions, specifically what he called the American, quote unquote. It was a concoction that consisted of 40 ounces of various liquors poured into a pitcher. Um, you know, it was said that one night he would drink several of these in a single sitting. Um, one of his buddies said, I've never tasted airplane fuel, but I imagine it's very close to what that must taste like. It's very potent, and I remember coughing a lot, but to him, it was like chugging water. One night, after ordering uh, a few of these drinks amongst other alcohols, Andre the Giant ran up a bill at the bar that cost how much? $14,000, $40,000, or $27,000? When you said Andre the Giant, I thought you were going to talk about the one where he ends up on the floor of a hotel room or of a hotel lobby and they couldn't move him no and i was like i'm like yes i know this got a lot of great drinking stories like 120 beers like on a bus ride between states Uh like crazy stories definitely racks up the bill so what what were the uh the options again the options were fourteen thousand dollars twenty seven thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars it's insane. This guy's uh, wrong. $40,000. This guy oh, blew. I knew it was one of those two. Some people's annual salary on a night at a bar for himself. Dude, that's crazy. I, I could buy a 30 rack of, of Coors Light for like 20, 25 bucks. And that would that would be sufficient for two nights. $40,000. So it's also probably like high-end booze that he was pouring into this fucking pitcher. Oh, yeah, it's true. Of just pure that's liquor. So, it's it's so pure dumb. liquor, by the way. It's not. Yeah. No, there's, there's uh, no, no mixers. No. <laughs> it's like. No, for him, I mean, if if you have any mixer, he's not going to feel the effect of it. Yeah. Damn, that's nuts. $40,000. All right, let's see your next one. If I know the story again, this is going to be an easy game. You probably do know this story, actually, which I'm kind of upset now that I did it. Okay, Gerard Depardieu. Oh, I've heard of this guy. Fuck this guy. He was one of the three musketeers. So he is on a flight, boarded, uh, boarded, boarding a flight to Dublin and drank about five to six glasses of wine. And at this point, he's still waiting to uh, lift off, but they're still boarding the plane. So he says, well, I need to use the restroom now. So he stands up and he says, I need to, I need to go to the bathroom. And the flight attendant says, no, sir, we're still boarding. You can't use the restroom. He says, no, I need to, I need to go to the bathroom now. So in this urgency, does he A throw up in the aisle and then pass out in his own puke, B, piss in the aisle and get kicked off the plane, or C, squat, take a crap in the aisle and use a magazine being read by someone in the next aisle to wipe his ass and then get kicked off the plane. B, he pees in the aisle. Unfortunately, yes, he did pee. That's all he did. He just peed in the aisle. You got a weird fascination with urine in this episode. How? First one about urine. Oh, okay, but that wasn't like the main Can't wait for the third one to be about some kind of piss-soaked. Oh, God, is it? No, it's not. We're good. We're good. I, I don't really remember how this one ended. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't know the story. I just guessed it. Yeah. So he got kicked off the plane after peeing, and then eventually was like, "I'm so sorry that I peed on that plane." But it's like, dude, what a you, you dick! Like, w- really? Who does that? Yeah, that's really rude. 
I don't pee on public transportation units. I have my to-be wife collect it for me in red Solo cups. I was going to say, you definitely did. (laughs) Not the same. I didn't depart do. I depart don'ted. Okay. You you depart one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we were on a uh, a little like Duffy boat for my dad's or my my grandma's 80th birthday party. You don't do good on Duffy boats. Why do you do that? No, I don't. I don't do good at all. I have to pee so bad on those. So, and of Depp course, dude. no, I, I said I, I wasn't going to drink, but then they had a bunch of champagne and everyone's like, dude, come on, please just, just like to drink, hang out with us. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. So I drank a bunch of champagne and then eventually I had to pee really bad. Now we had this, the Duffy boat for two hours and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to pee at least once during this, this ride. I know it. So get the, the wine or the champagne bottle. And I was like, I can pee in there. Maybe like, ah, I don't want, like it's, it's a, it's a pretty tiny hole. I'd be afraid of like missing. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'll pee in a bag. Cause someone told me that a Ziploc bag is like 20 ounces and i'm like okay that's probably how much pee i have in me right how so, many people are on this boat it's me my two cousins one of my cousin's girlfriends for and your grandma's sister's. 80th birthday she s- witnessed you peeing into a ziploc bag no she wasn't there oh. she was there she was what? in the other duffy boat we had two duffy boats or sorry oh, we had three duffy boats okay okay so it was it was just me two of my cousins my cousin's girlfriend and then drew my sister's husband Bro. Um, so, so I open up the Ziploc bag and I start peeing in it. And then now we, we get to the point where we're stopped in the middle of this, uh, in the middle of the harbor. And then my grand, my grandma, she turns the boat around and it's like, what's going on guys? I'm like, no, don't, don't come over here. And I'm like peeing this bag at the front of the boat while they're like approaching us now. And I'm like, fuck, here they go. And then finally I was like, you know what? If they're going to show up, I'm just going to dump all this pee out of the boat into the water and they're going to know what I did. I don't care. So they're like, what are you doing what are you doing and i lift up the bag i pinch it lift up the bag and say you guys want any champagne and i like pour it out and they're like oh my god and then i fill up the bag again i had almost 40 ounces of pee inside me that's my mouth is dropped i can't believe the story that you're just admitting right now i had a dip you poured a bag of piss into the harbor (laughs) yeah they call me the Boston Pea Party. <laughs> Bro, you got a urine fascination. It's so weird. It's not a fascination. It's I what have What was pee. one of the more notable parts of uh, our good buddy Kyle's wedding ceremony, Daniel? Wedding ceremony? Yeah. During the communion, what pee. did you do? Oh, I had to pee. <gasps> <laughs> I stood up in the middle of the ceremony because it was an hour long, dude. And I, I, I just, I had to pee. So everyone was doing, what's it called? Uh, communion. communion. Right? Yeah, they're doing communion. And I was like, this is probably the best time for me to go to the bathroom, right? So I stand up, run to the bathroom, come back. Apparently, not that many people are Catholic. So not that many people <laughs> did <laughs> not that many people did communion. Cause I went fast. I did a very quick pee and then I came back. It's it's alcohol, dude. Alcohol makes me pee so fast. Like the second it touches my lips, I have to pee. So yeah. that's my that's my problem, obviously. All right, let's finish this game up. Okay. You it's two one, isn't it? Terrorist. You're winning. Yeah. All right. Richard Nixon, when Tricky Dick made his famous trip to China, he was introduced to Mao Tai, some potent local booze that typically runs about 110 proof. Uh, to demonstrate how loaded the stuff was, the Chinese premier Chu Enlai struck a match over a cup of the liquor to prove it could catch fire. And according to Dr. Henry Kissinger, Nixon recreated this demo for his daughter, a 
upon his return to the White House with less success. What resulted from Richard Nixon trying to prove the potency of this Chinese alcohol in the White House? Did he almost burn down the White House? Did he cause his daughter to receive third-degree burns? Or did he um, experience a burned tongue that result to him being sent to the hospital? Okay, I don't think it was the tongue, and I don't think it was the burnt house. So I, I think he, he gave his daughter third-degree burns. No, he almost set the White House upon fire. Oh, God, that was my second guess. Dang it, so you won already. (sighs) Things are right. You feel that? I fucking hate it. That's how much I hate it, okay? Everyone's cheering at home, though. Dude, I'm going to go angry pee in the corner right now. Yeah, you're going to go piss so hard right now. (laughs) Okay, well, I still want to do my third one because I don't think you're going to get it. Okay, I might go three for three. You think it's going to be three? That'd be embarrassing. It's not going to happen. Okay, a college student whose friends in his dorm were all asleep while he was watching TV and drinking. Being bored and lonely, he, A, drew penises on all three of his friends head to toe covering their entire body. B, call a vacuum salesman he saw on TV and call the man bored and then buy a vacuum. Or C, joined and then drove to a marathon that was taking place the next morning and ended up placing 14th in his age group. Hmm. This one's tough because the first two, I feel like for sure happened at some point. Like the drawing dicks, that for sure happened. So like even if it didn't happen in the story, it still at some point happened. But I'm going to say no because the other two are more radical. Um, He placed 14th for his age group. I don't think they do age groups like in college, right? They don't like... For marathons, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's a marathon. Yeah, but like... He didn't didn't do it through the college. He went to a separate event. I'm going to say he drew dicks on them. Nope. He called a vacuum. Vacuum salesman oh, I saw on TV. Oh, damn it. Talked with the man and said, Hey, I don't want to buy a vacuum. I just need a friend right now. And the salesman convinced him to buy a $200 vacuum, which he did not need, and then became a now in debt college student. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> Fuck that vacuum salesman. Seriously, dude. It's so messed up. Like, I'll be your friend if you buy the Herbie 2000. <laughs> Everyone with the Herbie 2000 has tons of friends do they really <laughs> yes yes they do that's fuck that's so mean well Damn i it. win i'm so bummed um before we break up from this amazing episode i have a few uh fun facts about alcohol that i looked up to prepare for this um archaeologists have found evidence suggesting that the workers who built the great pyramids of giza were paid in beer what well, how how do they prove that i don't know probably fucking drawings <laughs> that doesn't make any sense yeah hieroglyphics <laughs> how do you yeah, they just have like uh, like a bottle with an x on it yeah they were, they were, like, you were paid in booze or wine i don't know it said beer though um 67.5 percent is the amount of alcohol content uh for the strongest beer in the world 0.914 percent wow. was the highest ever recorded blood blood alcohol content which is more than twice the typical lethal limit wait 0.9 not 0.09 0.914 almost a percent <laughs> blood alcohol holy crap they were only one they were almost one percent alcohol yeah that's fucking oh but that's your blood though yeah that's still not that's gnarly um that's that's oh they they probably had like cirrhosis of the liver or something like they 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 had some harmful yeah it's fucking wild and was recorded like some people probably died with lower yeah um one in five top 100 uh one in five top 100 country music songs refer to alcohol Mm -hmm. i knew that fucking boozers dude um and a gin and tonic will glow under uv light i didn't know that because tonic contains uh quinoa 
blinds, which are UV light reactive. Interesting. There so you go. going back going back to the uh, one in five statistic, mm-hmm. I heard this recently. If you took all the creatures and all the animals and stuff and all the bugs and stuff like that and put them in a giant bag, right? And you shoved your hand in that bag and pulled out a random animal, insect or whatever, you have a one in five chance of pulling out a beetle. That's, that's how many beetles there are on the earth. Really? Yeah. I've never thought about that. And I feel like I'd never see beetles a lot. I, and you, you see like those, you know, the June bugs and those like green Japanese beetles. That's about it though. Yeah, but I don't see race when I look at my bugs. So I don't, oh I don't. <laughs> Oh, dude, I have a great, I have a great joke for you. It's hilarious. You're going to love it. Let's okay. do it. So there, there are three guys, right? There's a Japanese man, there is a British man, and there's an American. And they all go on this trip to this island. And when they get to the island, there are, th- there's this, this ravenous uh, tribe of, of cannibals. And the cannibals say, we have a slew of weapons. You can choose any way you would like to die, but we are going to kill you. We're going to consume your flesh, and then we're going to use your skin to make a canoe. So the Japanese man gets a samurai sword and he says, for honor, kills himself, dead. Wow, harikari. Harikari, yeah. British man takes a gun, puts it to his head, and he says, go save the queen. Oh, kills himself. Cobain. Dead. American takes a fork and just starts stabbing himself everywhere. And he goes, fuck your canoe. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. That's the American culture. That's the American culture, like to a T, right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make me Fuck die? Your canoe. Fuck your canoe, dude. <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, all right, dude. Any other closing thoughts? That was my closing thought. That was it. That's a banger. We need a joke at the end of every episode. Yeah, let's do that. Let's make right. at least each of us has to present a joke for every ending of an episode. Yeah, I like that. All right, sweet. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode we'll be back next week with a special birthday boy guest and from all of us here at the chief and podcast keep, keep it chief